I am looking for five unfulfilled healthcare professionals who want to create a clear roadmap to fulfillment in the next 30 days. If that's you, I would love to connect. Head to the link in the show notes to apply for a career clarity call, and I'll share all of the details with you. I've been doing these career clarity calls, and one thing I notice is that so many people are feeling just really lost and directionless when it comes to identifying their career path. It's this sense that you're not exactly in the right place, like something is off, something's not quite clicking where you are, but you don't know what else would make you feel happy or fulfill. You don't know what else is next, and you don't know how to figure that out. And so one reason you might be stuck is because you're looking externally for the answers. And I have talked about this so many times. I know you've heard me say it before that to find a career that is meaningful and gives us fulfillment and allows us to live out our values and create a life of freedom, we really have to start by turning inwards. The answer to what that career is and how to start going about it, they are within us first and foremost. We have to connect to ourselves and start doing the inner work to really understand what we want. What does that even mean? How do we start to access those answers? So a huge part of the inner work and connecting to yourself has to do with connecting to your intuition. This is the thing that helps you find your authentic path. And really, I think it's the only way to find your authentic path. In this episode, I'm going to give you my step-by-step process for coming back to your intuition. And trust me, you do have one. Literally everyone does. In the episode, I give you three practices you can start doing as a warm-up to essentially kickstart your intuition and get started with this connection. And if you want extra coaching so that I can personally help you achieve a career of freedom and fulfillment and help connect you to your intuition, at the end of the episode, I'll let you know what to do. But first, let's get to the show. You're listening to Life After Medicine, the podcast for health professionals who want to make a difference, make a living, and still have the freedom to enjoy their lives. My name is Chelsea Turgeon, and my mission is to help you, the lost health professional, find your authentic path to helping others and generating stable income without having to sacrifice your own health and happiness in the process. Okay, first, let's start by answering the question, what is intuition? And what would be interesting is to hear from you guys about where you fall on the like woo-woo to rational scale. Because when I think about intuition, there's so many different ways to conceptualize it. And there's ways that range anywhere in the rational to woo-woo process. So if you're listening to this episode, I'd love to hear from you where you fall, how spiritual you feel like you are. Are you somebody who's really interested in things that are magical and beyond and things you can't explain? Or are you more in a place where you really want science to be backing it all up? And there's no wrong answer. I would just love to know where you guys stand, where people listening to this stand on that scale. So when I think of intuition, some of the easiest ways to think about it are it's a gut feeling. It's that still small voice. It's that feeling that you get in your heart. You know, people, sometimes people call it listening to their heart. 
it's like a sense of knowing without any logical rationale. From a more practical lens, I can think of it as the part of me that always feels calm and peaceful and loving, regardless of external circumstances. And the part of me that always knows the next right step. And then from a more spiritual lens, I think of it as my higher self, the part of me that's connected to all that is, the part of me connected to the universe. There's that expression in the spiritual world that God dwells within you as you. And so my intuition, I think of as it's that piece of God or that piece of the universe within me that's connected to everything else. So you can decide how you want to think about it. It's beyond words in many ways. But essentially, those are some ways I like to think about it, that gut feeling, that still small voice, and that sense of knowing without any logical rationale. And listening to intuition has helped me in so many ways. I wouldn't be where I am today, traveling the world, owning a six-figure business, having the freedom to enjoy my life, if I hadn't learned this skill of connecting to my intuition. And the way that it helps me is two main things, providing me with guidance and then providing me with this source of unconditional love. And within that love, there's calm, there's peace, there's compassion, there's just ease. So it's sort of all of those feelings encompassed within love as well. And I've talked about this before. If we go into guidance a little bit more. During my five-week leave of absence from residency, I had this practice of writing to my intuition every day. This is something I teach my clients in the intuition workshops that I do. And I would start writing into my intuition asking what to do. And sometimes I did not hear anything back. For the first two weeks, I really heard nothing back. But then finally, I started to get answers about what I should do next. And it was through these answers, and they were still vague, mind you. It didn't give me a five-year plan around what to do next, but it did start to give me answers around that I want to love, that I want to do what sets my heart on fire, that I want to move towards the things that I'm really passionate about. And by writing to my intuition and really accessing this wisdom within me, I was able to arrive at the decision to leave residency And I was able to feel really calm about it, even when I was doing something that by all external means looked crazy. And I was able to field questions from everybody about, well, how are you going to pay back your loans? Well, what are you going to do about this? And I would witness their anxiety around the decision that I was making. And I was able to still be dropped in to this place of love confidence and calm. And I was able to look ahead and realize there is so much uncertainty here and that's okay. And it's not because I was particularly brave. It's not because I was reckless or fearless. It's because I was connected to this part of me that was so calm and so wise that I just felt okay. I just felt held and taken care of and I was able to figure out anything that came my way. And so listening to my intuition, learning how to connect to this voice has helped me to get to know my own desires, has helped guide me towards what I really want, guide me towards my truth, my calling, 
but then also give me this unconditional love and calm and peace to move towards those things without panicking, without going into all of this fear around it. That's why I really think teaching this skill of learning how to tap into your intuition is the most important pivotal piece of any of the work I do. Because when you have access to this, you have access to this direct line to your higher self that will help to guide you. You don't need a coach. You don't need anything other than this connection to yourself, to your higher power that will help guide you towards your truest, most authentic path. And so if this is so great, right? If we have this direct lifeline to our higher, our higher selves, why aren't we listening to it more often? I've noticed in my work that we have several blockers that keep us from our intuition. And especially as healthcare professionals, we have really been trained to have this rational, logical mind. We've been trained to be skeptical and to think really critically about everything within science, which is great. But this rational mind, the skeptic mind can also really get in the way of connecting to our intuition. There's a quote from Albert Einstein that I really love about this. He says, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. So we've been so trained to think skeptically and use our logic and rationale that we have a hard time opening ourselves up to mystery, opening ourselves up to things that can't be explained. And so when we're trying to connect with intuition, we might even be turned off by that because we have this immediate skepticism that says, well, how do we know that's true? And even when my clients are starting to develop the skill and starting to practice it, they're always asking, well, I don't know if this is real. I don't know if I'm making this up. Am I doing this right? And this skeptic mind can really block us from connecting. Or if we do connect, it can stop us from feeling like it's anything real or believable or anything we should base our lives around, which totally makes sense. It is hard. It's something that we need to start to work our way up to. The first time I listened to my intuition was not to leave residency. It was actually to go to a friend's wedding. And I sort of learned how to listen to my intuition around that and had such an incredible experience. And then I started doing it in other areas of my life as well and really then built my way up to by the time I was going to leave residency, I had developed more of a trust and more of a relationship in the guidance from my intuition. The other blocker that we have to intuition is busyness. In order to access intuition, as we'll talk about soon, we need silence. We need stillness. And we live in a society that doesn't really allow for that. We are constantly rushing from one place to the next. Martha Beck, in one of her books, The Joy Diet, she's talking about the fact that we need to slow down. We need to make space for nothingness. And she said to do this, you'll have to violate the ingrained cultural rules. We share a collective resistance to nothingness and feel more virtuous the more somethings we do. And so most of us don't have space or spare time in our schedule because we fill everything up and we're so busy. But the intuition is subtle. And so we do need to make space in order to listen to it. So let's talk about how to actually start connecting with your intuition. Because listening to this episode alone doesn't matter. Just hearing me talk about intuition and, oh, you need it and, oh, it's important, none of that matters. What matters is you have to be able to experience it for yourself. 
So in this episode, I'm going to walk through a few ways to start warming up your intuition. And I think of them as drills, essentially. So these are things that you're wanting to do and rinse and repeat and start doing these to warm up your connection to your intuition. And you want to do these without expectation. The point of doing these is not doing them so that I can hear my intuition, although that is great. But if you just start doing these and start doing these, then slowly it will make space for your intuition. So I would do these initially for the first like month even without feeling like there's any expectation or that you need to have any sort of results other than just doing them. So the first one is more of a pre-drill even, and this is cultivating openness. And this is essentially the antidote to skeptic mind that says, this isn't real. How do we know that this intuition thing is going to work? In order for you to be able to access it, you need to surrender. You need to develop an openness, a willingness, a curiosity. I've had clients say, oh, I don't think I have an intuition. I don't have a gut. I don't have that. So instead, just start to say, I wonder if I have an intuition. I wonder if there could be a source of guidance or wisdom within. And that starts to create more of an openness. For me, when I reached that place in residency where I was so unhappy, but I didn't know what to do about it, I started doing prayers of surrender. And I started journaling these every day. And a prayer of surrender for me was, I don't know what to do anymore. Help. I've tried figuring out life on my own. I've tried checking these boxes and going down this path that I thought was going to make me happy. And I feel so miserable on the inside and I don't know what to do. And I I just want to offer it up to you. Please help me because I'm turned around and I'm writing these prayers and I didn't know exactly who or what I was writing them to, but it was just this sense of surrender in the writing of them. Because for me, the surrender part was, I'm done trying to problem solve on my own. I'm going to just recognize there's a problem and just open it up for, for someone or something else with more guidance to drop in and help me. Help. And if you're looking for something really tangible around this, I mean, writing prayers, that can be tangible, but also just getting into the stance of like being on your knees. Like being on your knees and surrendering is a really powerful physiological stance to be in and to just turn your hands open and up like your palms are open and facing up. And it's just like this help. I'm open. I'm willing. I'm here. The next intuition drill is silence. And I am somebody who has had so much resistance to silence. Like I always have stimulation coming in. I will listen to a podcast while I'm getting ready or I'll call a friend to talk during a walk or I just always have some sort of music or noise in the background. Even literally going to get my nails done can feel uncomfortable because I'm just sitting there, especially if I'm in a country where I don't speak the language and I can't talk to the person doing my nails. It's like, oh, this is just an hour and a half of just sitting here and it's so uncomfortable, right? Because I have this constant internal dialogue. If you're feeling like that, you're totally not alone. I definitely understand how hard it can be to allow for silence and stillness. And yet this is really what's required. So I'm going to prescribe you guys 
15 minutes of silence a day. So what does that mean? (laughs) What does that look like? It can be a couple of things. So one, it could be meditation. Now, I wouldn't do a guided meditation because that's really not silence. And honestly, instead of meditation, I would even just think of it as like sitting in silence because meditation has all of these connotations around like there's a certain technique and a certain way to do it and you're doing it right or wrong. And meditation is not stopping your thoughts. I don't know how to do that, but I know how to meditate. So when I say meditation or just sitting in silence, what that looks like is you literally are sitting somewhere where you have your back propped up and you're comfortable and then you can close your eyes and you can just breathe. And I try to bring my attention to my breath or bring my attention to somewhere else in my body. And then anytime thoughts are going through my mind, I just say the mantra, there are the thoughts and here I am. And when I say that here I am, it's almost like I'm peeling back from the thoughts and leaning back and I'm sort of falling behind the thoughts. I'm just kind of leaning back in a lawn chair behind the thoughts. So there are the thoughts and here I am. Now, if you are a restless or wiggly person, then you don't have to be in silence while literally sitting there. You can also start doing silence while you're in motion if that feels a little safer or more accessible for you. So some things my clients have done that have been helpful, driving to work in silence. So instead of listening to a podcast, listening to music, instead of those things, just driving in silence or going for a walk without any headphones or anything in. And just spending time in silence, but it can be in motion if that feels safer for you. And then again, just practice being in silence without expectations. You don't need anything to happen during this time. You don't have to put the expectation that you're here to connect with your intuition or you're here to listen to your intuition. This is just a warm up. You're just marinating yourself in silence because this is pre-step that's required. And then the third practice is starting to connect with your body. So our intuition communicates with us through the body. But most of us, especially in healthcare, where we have trained our minds and we've done so many reps in our brain, we're seriously like the disembodied heads running around in this mental control tower. And most of us disconnected from our bodies a long time ago because we had to for survival. But in order to connect with our intuition, we have to be in our body, like physically inhabit it. And you might think, well, of course I'm in my body. Where else am I? What else am I doing? Really, most of us are in our heads, just swimming around in our thoughts. And we're not really physically present and arriving in our body. So, The super simple practice I have for you is to start developing this connection to your body. You can do this before your 15 minutes of silence. You could have it stack here. This could be part of it. But you close your eyes 
you turn your attention inwards and you ask yourself the question, what am I noticing inside of me? What physical sensations are coming up? You can start to notice, do you feel your heart beating? Do you feel anything happening in your stomach? Any digestion happening? Any hunger? Do you feel anything in your throat? Maybe you feel some muscle aches because you are sore from working out. It doesn't matter what you're feeling, but what I want you to do is try to notice and take note of at least three physical sensations that you're experiencing. And the important part of this is starting to establish a connection with your body. And I know these all sound so simple that maybe you won't even do them because you're like, oh, well, that's easy. That's so simple. It's not going to do anything. It does something. (laughs) For sure does something because it allows us to start connecting and dropping in to our physical body. I also have some resources that I love for embodiment work. Tara Brock was one of the first teachers that really helped me understand embodiment. She's a Buddhist meditation teacher and clinical psychologist. And so she has a really cool scientific and spiritual lens through which she does her work. And her embodiment talks and meditations are some of my favorites. So I'll put a link to her YouTube channel and you can feel free to to browse all of that. It was really through listening to her work that I finally started to realize, oh, I haven't actually been in my body. (laughs) So I really recommend listening to some of her stuff and trying these practices for yourself. So number one, cultivating an openness through either prayers of surrender or just starting to allow curiosity around the topic of intuition. I wonder if I have an intuition. I wonder if this is real instead of closing off to oh, I don't have that. That's not a real thing. Number two is silence. So spending 15 minutes a day in silence. And then number three is the body. So connecting into your physical body by asking yourself every morning, what am I noticing inside of me? And drawing your attention to at least three physical sensations that are coming up. And that's how you get started with connecting to your intuition. I hope that you found this episode helpful, and I'd love to know how it's going for you as you're starting these drills, as you're starting this process of being in silence and connecting to your intuition. If you want to really fast track your skills of connecting to your intuition and learning how to tap into this infinite source of wisdom and guidance and love then I would love to invite you to book a free 30-minute career clarity call. This call is the first step towards starting to work with me and starting that process of tapping into your intuition so that you can be guided towards your authentic path of freedom and fulfillment. All you have to do is head to the link in the show notes and find a time that works for you.